0: John Carmack once said that story in video games is like a story in a porno. you expect it to be there. That's not what you're there for. He also said that when games looked like pixelated diarrhea and they couldn't and he probably didn't imagine that games could achieve what they could achieve today. Uh, today we're gonna to talk about probably the biggest game to come out, I think in the last like what five, ten years, uh, last of us two. Uh, I am joined. This is Rick. I am joined by Wasabi Ice Cream. Say hi, Hello, Wasabi. Yo. Hello. And and my brother Alex. What's going on? Uh, we were just we've wanted to do this for a while. We're just waiting on me to finish the game so we can talk about it. And I got fucking notes, dude. I'm ready to go into it. Is that is that a direct quote from John Carmack? <laughs> Uh, I think I paraphrase it a little bit, but more or less, okay. Actually, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, wonder, the point I of it heard. is that g- that story and games aren't important. But again, he yeah. also said that when you know, story and games wasn't really possible.
1: Yeah. Which is crazy uh-huh. because The Last of Us is like for me, it's that game that did story, like it did it. Did, it it, it, like for me it transformed like oh i care about the story in these games now whereas like before that it was i never never cared at all to a certain degree like Mid- the middle Gear Mid- solid series is, is one that was like yeah this is a story for me
2: yeah like heavy
1: in the story and that's
2: the thing is like i noticed i find i find myself like playing both the last of us and the last of us too like i was practically rushing. I, I felt myself rushing the game a little bit just to get to that next story segment because of how excited
0: I was about it. Yeah. I was the same way and growing up and I still felt feel this way a little bit. I've always prioritized like gameplay over story. Like I don't mind if a story's there but I'm always, always, always going to prioritize how the game plays and how it feels over the story it tells me. Uh, to give you an example, like my game of the year for 2016 was wasn't Uncharted 4 like it was for most people. It was Doom because the gameplay was better. Um, And I think that was the case for, I think, U2 Wasabi for 2016. Um, But Last of Us 2, oh my God, it changed my opinion on storytelling in games. I know that that sounds like, that's such an outrageous claim to make, but it really did for reasons I'll go into right now. But the story's really good in the game um if we're talking pure gameplay it's not the best stealth game i ever played it's not the best third-person shooter it's not the best uh, a semi-open world survival horror game with zombies i played but it definitely does have the best story of any game i ever played and that story alone really is worth picking up and playing through that game regardless Um, of like the little monster in there
1: okay so should we talk about the first game for a little bit
0: yeah um The first game uh, set the world on fire when it came out. Uh, You know, it was Naughty Dog's new game after, I think, Uncharted 3 was the last game they did before that one. Uh, So people were excited already because it was a new uh, Naughty Dog game. It was also their first, like, M-rated game, and they were promising this big, like, dark, post-apocalyptic story. And it does a good job. I mean, I played through the game. We all played through the game. I liked it. But I always felt like the story was holding the gameplay back. You know what I mean? Wait, does that make sense? Uh, for the first one? Yes, uh, mainly because like there's a lot of segments, and the second one has this problem too. <clears throat> a like lot of segments.
1: I feel the opposite of that. I feel like the gameplay held the story back. Really? Yeah,
2: not that because not they that. had to make time to like. let you experience the gameplay like they had to try to find that time to let you play in the story
1: because for me the gameplay was the weakest part of that first game to where I actually kind of hate I hate playing that game Like I felt like it was a chore to play it but the story was so good
0: that I kind of just pushed through it Mm -hmm. see I was A little opposite like i like the gameplay and i like the story but what kept me going was like how fun the game seemed to play at least for me and i would hate the first time through you know the game has a lot of like scripted segments where you're like you're walking around you're listening to people talk you're exploring things you know things that aren't really there for uh gameplay purposes They're, they're there to tell the story and build the world up uh that part that stuff sucks on a second playthrough. That's why I never played the game again after that. Yeah. I tried to the story got literally got in the way of me replaying the game. Which is weird because like I'll re-watch movies I've watched before, I'll reread books I've read before. But Last of Us was a game I didn't want to play again. And a big part of it's because you know I'm playing through all that stuff again when all the mysticism's gone. It feels a little monotonous. And The Last of Us 2 has that problem too, but the way it tells a story is that, that that first time through, when you first, it's not a game to me. It was an experience to play through Last of Us Two. I know that's cliche as fuck. Everyone's saying that, but that really is how I felt playing through Last of Us Two. And I know, like, my second playthrough isn't gonna have the same spark as my first. Um, I yeah, guess where I guess where I game.
1: I guess where I'd like to start is the ending of the first game because i think that's um that's kind of the most important piece of like both of these games i think is that that ending yeah. of the first game because it ends on such a by the way full of fucking spoilers so if like yeah. no one's just be warned because i'm gonna say everything here yeah so. we're gonna talk about everything no stone will be unturned
0: for the rest of the show
1: when 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 joel kills the doctor in the in the end right and then gets ellie out of the hospital and then like drives all the way back to uh like tommy's jackson. place or wherever yeah jackson and then like they stop and ellie's like D- just tell me fucking tell me everything you said is true and he's like like swear she's like swearing she's like dude I, I, pr- I promise she's like okay and it just ends right yeah and then to me, that is the like one of the best endings, not only in like video games, but in any story I've ever seen or read or like that is how you end a story to me. Yeah. Because it it, it ends on like it's it's such like a non definitive thing. And it leaves it up to it leaves it up to the person to determine how they feel about Oh, does she believe him or does she not believe him or you know? Yeah.
0: No, I totally I think get that's you. Actually,
2: one of the coolest that's one of the best things about like The Last of Us and The Last of Us too is that the motion capture is done so well that in that moment you can see like the the um what is it?
0: Like the doubt like and acceptance. Can, yeah. Yeah. You can
2: see Ellie like straight up like not believing him, but at the same time it's like does she though? It's crazy. Yeah. Like you can see her battling it on the inside, like whether she should or shouldn't believe him.
0: And I love that about the game. And from a storytelling perspective, it's great too because the game doesn't give you. The game doesn't give you all the answers, but it also doesn't cheat you out of an ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so ended. many games are so focused on like ending on a cliffhanger, that by the end of it, it feels kind of cheap. But I didn't feel that way with with Last of Us. Like their arc ended, I felt like the arc was over. But there, there's enough um, ambiguity there. To keep me talking about thinking about it after it was over, and I think that was genius. for the first,
1: and then so here's my problem with the second game, is that it fucking devalues that entire fucking thing. Like the the entire second game is the answer to a question that doesn't need to be answered. I mean, it answers that question of oh, did she believe? Like it's that it's that answer. The entire thing. I just don't think I don't think we needed it as a whole now since since we got it I think it's a great don't get me wrong like the, what they made from that is great but I think in its entirety it's unnecessary like it devalues that first game entirely
0: I hear what you mean um what we got I think what we got was great but in getting that it devalues what we had before right? yeah yeah I, I hear what you mean and What's cool with it, though, is that we get something different from it. You know, we get a story of, like, rage and grief that we didn't have in the first one. I mean, Joel dealt with his own grief in the first one, you know, losing his daughter, but... He did all that off-camera, honestly. Yeah, he did all that off-camera. We get to play through it in this one. And we get to see, like, that grief from from Ellie's... Not just Ellie's perspective, but, like, Abby's perspective... You know, spoilers again for if you're just tuning in, but we're we're talking about some shit today, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you get to see and the way they handle it too. Uh, that's what we can go in th- into later, but I feel like but he, you know, he we lost off- the first one. He gained a lot more in the second one. Um, he did it off camera, but
1: you can see like there's still like hints in his personality that's like dude I've been through the dirt man I've been through this fucking shit and like he just has hints where that shit comes out of him like he shows it yeah. uh, especially like towards like the end where he's um like going to like rescue Ellie he's like nah I'm fucking that's my girl you're not gonna fuck with us and like he really shows his his like past Uh, like I feel like they don't have to they don't have to show everything like they can just give it to you bit by bit and it's like, oh, he's 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 coming back. Um I don't know. And then the second in in part two, it's it's so so people have people have issue with the way that Joel goes out. Like right at the <laughs> beginning, they fucking they off that motherfucker right in the beginning, and they're mm-hmm. like, Joel would never he would never give his name out to people, but like <sighs> I, I i don't like he's he's been living it he's been living pretty good up to that point yeah where where in in that first game he was just like struggling the entire time it was a whole struggle they've they've hunkered down i feel like he's like a softer man now like he's he's like do do we know how many years they've been in jackson at that point i don't really remember uh, four
0: years Four years is so, how long they've like, been. Jacks at
1: that point. Four years. He's like sitting on his porch <coughs> playing guitar and like whittling wooden horses and fucking painting and shit like that. Like he's a soft man now. Like I, I, I fully believe. I think believe what they were that... trying to do. Uh,
2: yeah. I think what they were trying to do with that whole thing is that it was like they wanted to show that just because the game, like the way the game ended, there was no happily ever after. Like yeah. And that was definitely a way to show that there is not always a happily ever after, Mm -hmm. especially in a post-apocalyptic environment. Like, there's no way. Exactly. There's no way you're you're only dealing with the infected. Like, you still have to deal with people.
0: Not just that, but, like, the choices you make before. Because, like, I mean, keep in mind, too, like, it sucks that Joel went out that way. And people are going to argue, like, oh, he wouldn't just go down like that. Well, he was never, he was outnumbered. You know, there's like what, like six guys there? It took like, there's two people holding him down while Abby did her thing. Like, like let's be honest. He's like super old. Yeah, and he's super old. But let's be honest here. Like, all the shit he did, and this is what's great about the game. When you play through the game, all the shit he did, he did sneaking around. He picked, he, when he took out groups of people. He did it, you know, one by one. He wasn't Superman. He didn't take on like five dudes at a time. If you try to do well, that I in think- the game, you fucking die.
1: I think the issue that people have was what happened before that, where he, where he just walked in there and was like, oh, I'll help you, and I'll tell you my name, and this is my brother, and we live down here, uh, and you guys can come, and and we can all have a happy, good time. And it's like, oh, he would never trust
0: 12 strangers just out the uh, gate. I gotcha. Um, That's the issue. So here's my argument against that, then. Uh, again, you know, he's a softer man. He's He's not... How can I word it? His survival wasn't his prerogative at that point it was like building up the community you know he didn't like yeah he wasn't outside he wasn't outside jackson patrolling for the fuck of it he was there for the community you know to keep the community going so it makes sense you know he meets some people you know they they show themselves off they can handle themselves in a situation uh they're kind of stranded in this mansion it makes sense like hey invite them over you know they'd be a great addition to our group here Whereas Especially in the first with, like, game.
2: survivors, because exactly. you know, what is it? They pointed out that um, after like after Joel's death, like they pointed Tommy was pointing out that like they couldn't even spare like Ellie, Jesse and Dina. Like those are that's three people. Like you're telling me you can't spare three
0: people. Exactly. So like already, you know, like they need more people, you know, and that, that's why Joel was so willing to have him come over. And keep in mind the Joel from Last of Us 1 is totally different from the Joel and Last of Us 2. The Joel and Last of Us 1, uh, there a lot of things carry over, you know, he's still a hardened survivor. He's still doing what he what he can to get from day to day, but in the first game he was living for himself. In the sequel he's living for his brother, he's living for Ellie, he's living for the whole community back in Jackson. So, you know, if, if the big criticism is that old oh, Joel would never do that, well, guess what? Like people change, man. Like that's the thing that happens. The like, Joel in last of us two, isn't the same Joel from last of us one.
1: Yeah. And even like, even in the moment, like when it's going down, he's like, he know he knows he has it coming. He's like, yeah. all right, give me your speech and do what you got to do. Like he fucking knows that he had the shit coming.
0: Yeah. And that, that's why I don't mind it. And the fact that, like, we could talk about this really quick. The fact that Laura Bailey, you know, the actress for, uh, the voice actress for Abby, got death threats for this, like, pisses me off. Like, yeah, I, I get that it's, you're, it's a game you're into with someone you really liked. And it's kind of a testament to, like, how good the first game was written. Because you spent all this time with Joel to see him go down like that, you know, to, to actually fill you with a real, like, rage and, and grief. That's a testament to the game, but Laura Bailey did not deserve the shit she got from people like that's bullshit for her to get those death threats but on the other hand that's so
1: remember during the podcast I was saying that everything naughty dog did with this game is intentional yeah. um they wanted people to get fucking upset they that's
0: yeah
1: they wanted people to react like that, not like that, but like they wanted people to fucking get into it like they want yeah they wanted people to get into a rage over it um because that's exactly they wanted you to feel how ellie would feel they wanted to do i'm gonna fucking kill that bitch fuck them fuck this fuck that and they wanted people to get that upset so like to that degree i think they completely succeeded
0: and 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 on that aspect yeah Uh, I still, like Laura Bailey still, like, we could all agree she didn't deserve the death threats, but that is a testament to the writing. And Lonnie Donnie Dog accomplished what they wanted, and it worked. Like, when when that happened, because he goes out so, like, unceremoniously, you know? It's not like there's no explanation at the time. There's no, like, answers. It just happens. Yeah. And you don't even get a chance to grieve because it cuts to, like, I presumably, like, after a funeral, you know you don't get to see any of that shit and all you can do is just sit there and like just be mad <laughs> and pretty sure, like, that's not how...
1: even like not even like a full day goes but like maybe one day yeah. goes by the the yeah. the, the events and this happen like so fast that it's hard to like keep a, a good like time like track of time like how how things are running but uh, like I don't even think a full day passes before like Joel dies and then like Tommy runs off and then Ellie runs off to to go get them like I feel like the shit happens like real fucking fast I mean and then they keep track of the, you know the days it's like day one day two day three like the time the time scale in this game is like real fast even it's though it seems like it's mess. forever yeah
0: Yeah, and I think that was intentional because, you know, in moments of, like, grief and emotion, it's easy for, like, the days to blend together like that. Especially with Ellie, you know, she was so focused on, like, getting back at Abby that it makes sense that, like, all the other stuff, the background stuff would just blend together. You know, if you're so, like, uh, one-sided, not one-sided, if you're so narrow-minded, you have one goal in mind. It makes sense that, that stuff happens. I don't know if that was intentional, but that's the feeling I was getting from it. Um, and it does a great job of it. Like in the beginning of the game, I was ready. I was like, "Dude, let's fucking kill that bitch." I was like, "Let's kill her, all her fucking friends. Let's show them like you don't know, fuck with us." Like I was into it, and it's because like it's a game that it works so well. You know, you played right. as Joel. You didn't just watch it happen. You played through Joel. You played as Joel. You played as Ellie. You got to play through that. Rela- that relationship was your relationship, too. And I, I love that a game was able to do that. Something you can't get from a movie or a book.
1: But it also, it only works because because of that attachment you already have with Joel. Like, if mm-hmm. they killed any other, they, they had to fucking kill Joel. They had, to kill him. <coughs> I agree. they had to kill him right there. They had to kill him right then. They had to kill him like that. Yeah. Like, that's the only way it works. Because no one would
0: care for any other character in any other way. Yeah, I agree. Like, if it had been Tommy that had gone down, like, I wouldn't have felt anything. I like yeah. Tommy. He's a cool guy. But, like, you know, I wouldn't have felt anything. It had to be Joel. You're right. And I love that. And people to get upset about it, like, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I get how you're feeling. I felt the same way, too. But, you know, that that that's that made the game more powerful, in my opinion, to have to kill Joel off like that.
1: Uh, let's – uh. Let's maybe talk about some of the other characters.
0: Yes. Because um,
1: I don't know about you guys, but I didn't like any single other character in this game.
0: Really? No <laughs> one.
1: And not a single one.
0: Not, uh, you didn't care about Abby. You didn't care about like Dina or Lev.
1: No. I mean, so what that, I
2: will say is that I didn't I didn't really like I didn't really like uh I guess I didn't dislike the characters. I didn't care for them. I didn't care for any of the other characters, and I was yeah, just kind of yeah. like, uh, I was mostly there for Ellie, and when it came to Dina, like, coming into the picture, I was like, oh, okay, like, that's a pretty good character for Ellie, like, for Ellie, you know what I mean, like, not a standalone character, like, I definitely wouldn't care if there was a segment where I had to play as her, you know what I mean, so, I mean, like, I get where he's coming from, because I just didn't, I didn't really feel any emotion, and then when, like, yeah, okay, obviously, this is way further ahead, but when Jesse gets shot in the face, dude, like, I, I didn't even care. I was like, oh, yeah. he's dead now. Okay.
1: <laughs> Same thing with, like, and and yeah, that goes to my other point. Like, Dina, like, so when, when they put out all those, like, promotional trailers, like, before the game came out, and they showed all those teasers, and they showed, like, they showed a lot of Dina, and you're like, okay, Dina's, like, the new love interest, probably what happens is she gets killed, and then Ellie runs off to go, like, get revenge on her, but that's what you think, mm-hmm. like, watching all those trailers, but... Again, they wouldn't be able to get away with that because you don't give a fuck about Dina. Who gives a fuck about mm-hmm. Dina? Like, it wouldn't work if they did that.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. I didn't care about Dina like as a player. Like, I cared about her because like Ellie cared about her. Yeah, exactly. But if something had happened to her. I personally wouldn't feel anything like what, what like with what happened with Joel. Like my, well, I mean, let think about is it. Is... She got good.
1: Oh my my main thing was like okay so for the first game the first game has like four characters and then mm-hmm. throughout the throughout the story they introduce characters mm-hmm. and you're with them for like a certain amount of time and then they're gone mm-hmm. so like you don't really have to get attached with so many characters like um i forget what the names are but like you know the the black guy and his and his little brother that you meet yeah and then you, um, you meet Bill later on. And like it, they're real segmented areas where like you meet just those characters, you're with them for a little while, and then you go on your way. You meet Bill, you're with him for a little while, you go on your way. But for this, they really try to fucking, they really try to get like, there's way too many characters and you're not with them long enough to feel anything for them besides oh I'm pregnant yeah. you should care about me as a character or like uh, I I I don't know like there were so many characters and then they just fucking get offed and I'm like was that was I supposed to like really care about this or <laughs> like Manny I... like Manny is yeah. cool and funny but like not with him long enough to really get his character um like the the black guy that's the the leader of the uh the leader oh, of the I've wolves, yeah. yeah. I'm like, was I supposed to care about this guy? Like, I don't like when they, like motherfuckers just get offed, man. You're like, like what is hat? Like, I don't know. It felt, it felt like I just didn't care. I, I don't know. But I don't know if that shit was, was to just question me.
2: how important that shit really was. Like, you start to question whether or not, like, how significant that person's passing was. You know what I mean? Like, you start to question their their like position in the in the story and all that and whether it actually matters and what you could have done without them. Just...
1: Yeah.
0: I see what you mean. And a part of it, another that that part comes down to like the narrative like dissonance because you don't care about them. You don't have a relationship with them. Dot 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 but Abby does, but Ellie does. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like They'll talk about like their histories that they did, you know, before they'll joke around like they've obviously been friends for a while, the way they talk to each other. But you as the player didn't experience that time. So there's no attachment. You're right when they get off. And which is good because, you know, characters kind of die unceremoniously, you know, like people don't have time to like really like you said, like Manny just gets shot in the head like randomly. Like, yeah. If he had been standing, like, one foot forward or if he'd run a little bit faster, he would have made it. Uh, Same with uh, Jesse. You know, he only got shot because he went through the door first. You know, that could just as easily have been Ellie. And it doesn't have an impact because, you're right, you don't get the time to experience those characters. I'm sure Ellie was upset when it happened. I'm sure Abby was upset when it happened. But me as a player, eh, (laughs) it happened. And it's even, like...
1: In 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 the first game one of the characters really I really liked was Tess. And yeah. she she didn't have she didn't have a lot of screen time. She was really only in that first chapter, first two chapters. Um mm-hmm. but like even her limited screen time, you're like, "Oh yeah, this is fucking she's a strong strong female character." I mean, it, is, it doesn't matter that she's female. Like she's a strong character that like you you're down with her like from yeah. the, from the get-go. And that was also before like...
2: you realized in the game that all of your interactions with everybody in the story for The Last of Us 1 was all in passing. Yeah. 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 So. so and it was, like, really easy to hook onto her and be like, yeah, like, she's fucking cool. She's going to be sweet for the rest of the game, and
0: then she's not. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What's cool with her, though, is they make her, like, you know, kind of backtrack. They make her a really good character from the beginning because, like, at the start of the game, she she's kind of um, like the opposite. She's the other side of the coin to Joel. You know, she thinks a lot like him. You know, um, yeah. I'm here to survive. We got to get our we got to get our money, our supplies, whatever we need. That's why they take on that job because the pay's really good. And Joel's already like you know the fireflies didn't keep up there, end. let's fucking ditch her here. You know, we're not getting paid enough for this. But Tess is there for a deeper reason. You know, she's there because she does want to save the world. Joel just wants to make it another day. And that, that's why I liked about Tessa the character about Tess the character, because she 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 shows like your mind can change before Joel's mind changes. So when Joel does like warm up to Ellie, it's not totally like out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, plus, I see that. Plus, he, she's like his like surrogate daughter. Like yeah. he feels, you know, he feels a certain bond with her. But the the longer he's with her, yeah.
0: and it's it's. But I, again, like you know, I don't get that with like the other characters. You know, with uh, I don't even know all their names. You know, with Manny, Jesse, uh, Tommy. I, I feel for Tommy. You know, he's a cool dude, but. You know, that shit was the one, end, though, dude. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, she shit was the end. Was crazy. But um, but you're right. The game, the game has a lot of characters that have a lot of history together, but they don't do enough on screen for you to care about them. So that's a part yeah. that's weak with it. But I think what it does make up for, though, is the stuff you see with Ellie. You know that that's what I'm playing for, and I think it does that stuff really well.
1: The the stuff with Ellie, like in the flashbacks or?
0: Uh, all of it, you know, the flashbacks, uh, you really get to see how she's feeling. Um, and one thing I do like too is how controversial opinion. I like the Abby segments. I did care a lot about Abby at the end of the game to the point where like at the very end, that last fight with her, like if she had died, I would have felt bad. <laughs> But at the same yeah. time, um, what's genius about the game is like like we said, you know, when Joel dies, you're ready to go. You're like, okay, let's do this. Let's fucking get this motherfucker. Let's take out this bitch, all her friends. Let's do this. And then when you play as Abby, and there's that reveal that her dad was the doctor that Joel killed at the end of the first game. You know that that flips it. That flips how you're feeling, cause that anger you felt to Abby when she killed Joel, that's how she felt to Joel when Joel killed her dad.
1: I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. I almost yeah. turned the game off when I saw that. I was like, "Are you kidding?" Yeah. Like, th- really? This is how this is how they're gonna. It's <laughs> not. I did not like. I almost like fucking like if I had it on disc, I would have fucking threw it like a frisbee, dude. Like <laughs> really. Well, it felt just, like that was the only way that they can
2: make her and make Abby's pain be like somewhat relatable to ours, you know
1: what I mean? And it felt almost forced. I don't think that it, at all. I felt yeah, I felt like it was forced, man. I was like th- this is how they're going to explain th- this is how they're going to explain this, man. Like, I don't know. It 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 yeah, I just did not. I was like this is just they're really trying to make this into something that like, I don't know when they came up with that idea, but it just didn't feel, it didn't feel natural. It didn't feel like that was the intent from the beginning. It felt like something they had come up with like, oh, you know what we could do is we can, that guy you kill at the end, he had a daughter and she doesn't like what you did, but you know how many fucking people you kill in that first game? That like that's the one that's the one that's gonna come back for fucking revenge. Is that one out of the fucking millions of people you kill in that game?
2: Yeah, out of literally everybody. Everybody in the entire first game that you killed off. Like, imagine if it was like a relative of Marlene, that would have been fucking crazy. Yeah. Like that that I would understand because like the absolute betrayal that Joel did to Marlene. To like bring her there, and then literally kill every all the doctors, and then kill her. At, like if it was a relative of Marlene, that would have been way more intense.
0: But here's the thing, though: like it would have been more intense. But what makes this, I think, makes this work better, is that Ellie already has this like survivor's guilt from the beginning of the game. You know, she feels bad for surviving when other people didn't, and. Literally, like she survived because people died, and to have Abby come back and remind her of that I think that's a more important, like thematically important part to the game. Plus, keep in mind, um, Abby's friends don't follow her around because they want to help her get back at her dead, at her for her dead dad. They were also ex fireflies, and the fireflies all got disbanded after Joel did what he did. So Abby was there for her dad. Yeah, but everyone else was there because, you know, Joel ruined the fireflies. And it makes sense, at least in my opinion, to to do that. And the genius of it
1: is by there, time. They were only there because yeah. she was so adamant about it. Like, I mean, that's yeah, what she says. If they did across Joel and Tommy, they would not have gone through with it. They would have left because of that storm. Yeah, they were like, you know, the guys are going <laughs> to want to turn back. And then she was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to do this myself then. um, yep. Like they didn't really want to be there.
0: But they stuck around with it, though. They stuck around to the point where like Manny is like so emotionally invested. He like spits on Joel after she kills him. Like they're not just there following orders. They have a reason to be there, whether they admit it or not. They have a re- reason to be there. And the way they react that on it, you see that they're there for a reason. And what I like about that twist is that it, it kind of puts that, that grief into perspective because now you know the way you feel as the player feel uh, chasing down Abby, uh, going across the country to get to her and get back at her. That's the same way she felt chasing down Joel to Jackson. And it kind of makes you feel like yeah, I'm getting revenge to feel better, but is that going to make anything better? And I think that's the point of the game.
2: Well, I think that's what her friends were there for. Her friends were trying to show that, like, yeah, you're doing all this, but it's probably not going to amount to what you think it's going to feel like.
0: And in the end, it doesn't. Like, she still has nightmares. She's still upset about what happened. And she doesn't, like, feel peace until... She sets her right. own grief and her own rage aside and meets like Lev and her sister or let Lev and his brother and his, his sister, Um, you know, that's when she starts to realize that things aren't black and white. Um, I can't just hate this group. You know, things happen for a reason and it just sucks that she had gotten that. I, 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 I was talking to my buddy about this. I fully think that if she had met, lev and his sister earlier the events of last of us 2 probably wouldn't have happened i think she would have like learned to let go of that grief and learned a better way to deal with it than chasing down joel and making him suffer it's a shame it had to happen when it did but i love that the whole point of this game is setting aside those like that rage and that grief for something better and that's the whole point of the game and the Spoiler alert, Ellie doesn't get that lesson until it's too late, at least in my opinion. And yeah. she does suffer.
2: I mean, not completely too late. Like she does. She does end up like running into her and like literally about to kill her, but then decides not to because she realizes that it's it's not that it's too late, but it's it's not worth it. Yeah. Like, literally everything that she had to go through. Honest to God, like, when that shit happened and she was, like, ready to leave for the second
0: time to go after her, I was even done. I was like, come yeah. on, dude, stop. Dude, same. I was the same way. I was like, dude, just go. Just, it's over now. <laughs> like, you found your peace. Just be at peace. Yeah. But she didn't. Like, that's the thing that's frustrating. Is she didn't find her peace. and. It took her till like she was literally about to kill Abby to realize that this isn't going to make her feel better. But they couldn't. They
1: couldn't have ended like that. That whole scene where it's like they're at the farm and they're all happy. They, I feel like they could not have ended it like that. Like the the whole time no, I was in, it that wouldn't scene, have been realistic. It just didn't feel. I was like something's off here. Like something's just doesn't feel right about this whole thing. Like even though it felt like the ending, I was like something's gonna. Something's gonna happen here. It can't be. It can't end like this. <laughs> um, and sure enough, so, it did. Like, cause it, it, the the whole like
2: setting of it too, like it with the dead grass and the trees not being as like vibrant and green, and just the lighting and everything just seemed a little off. Like something about the whole farmhouse just seemed off and weird. Yeah. And I think that's what they were actually trying to go for too, because throughout, like, you don't realize it until Ellie has her like panic attack, and then that's when they start like discussing that she's still you know like having issues sleeping and then you're like yeah you know what something did feel off like and that explains all of it
0: yeah it's representative like it doesn't feel right for ellie so it doesn't feel right for you either exactly and i love that about the game is that it really does like put things into perspective for you and you're right when she did chase after joel when she would chase after abby the second time i was like dude just stop (laughs) like i'm done but at the same time, you know, I agree with with, with uh, Sabi like if, if if the game had ended right there, I wouldn't have been satisfied. Yeah. And it makes it's really cool cuz that only works in a game. Again, like it wouldn't work in a movie. Like you would you could tell the same story, you can get the same beats, but like the emotion you feel wouldn't be there if you watch this on a screen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um but the game's really good. Uh, one thing I like too is how much we backstory we do get on Abby. It got to the point at the end where like I cared about Abby almost as much as I cared about Ellie. I don't know if you guys felt the same way.
1: Uh, no? I'm I'm <laughs> on the opposite side of that, sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um like I, I did end up liking Abby to like at a point, but not because uh I don't know. Not like, well, I, I, because that's what they want you to do. They want you to like Abby and then they want you to hate Ellie, which like I did. Didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I liked Abby and I hated not so much hated Ellie, but I was like, man, Ellie's a real piece of shit. Um, but she kind of like, she kind of always was, but like now it like really showing, uh, yeah. It I made
2: think... me kinda like disagree with what Ellie was doing to an extent. Like it wasn't until so the thing is, right, is like throughout all of Ellie's part, you're like, Yeah, fuck yeah, like I'm all about this, like I'm right there with you because you don't have um the same backstory and context that you get with Abby playing with her side of the story and her characters. So you don't really understand like the severity of everything that Ellie's doing, but it's pretty monumental and you realize that she's fucking up like Going after those people, she's not just killing those like five or six people. Like she's fucking up an entire community because of it. Yeah.
1: And and, and and okay,
2: them battling their own wars. It's like yeah, she's she's fucking with a lot of things, like not just herself and her own
1: grief. You know what I mean? And then when it comes to the the wolves and the scars or the the seraphites, I had a real difficult time determining what the fuck their motivations were like at no point that i i feel like i understood what either of those factions wanted from from anything the other (laughs) yeah like i just had no idea what they were about especially the seraphites like they were completely like i was completely oblivious as to what their whole deal was like i had no at no point that I understand like, okay, why, like, what's like, who's this woman that they're like fawning over? Uh, like what I thought was going to happen. Like, here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought that their, their idol, their like Seraphite idol, that woman, I thought like she would be like, she would be this, this other immune person. Like, oh, she's immune and, and it's a miracle. And she starts this whole religion around it based on her being like having gotten bit or something and have never turned and i thought like that's where the story was gonna go but that's very much you don't even get that much (laughs) yeah like you have no idea like still like what the fuck a lot of it
2: is like narrative and and documents and shit that you find and it was really hard to like understand their relationship and from what i got was like i literally just saw the wolves as like uh firefly wannabes and then i saw the seraphites is just a, a fanatic religious group that was just like ridiculous and they were just fighting over land that's all i saw
1: yeah like that much i got like they were fighting over like territory and they reached some sort of agreement and then something happened and then fucking it was just an all-out war at that point
0: from the yeah. story that i was reading because you could you could find again you could find like documents and stuff the uh woman that they're talking about started the religion she was like her whole idea was like the cordyceps infection started to kind of reset mankind excuse the hiccups back before technology like took over our lives and you can see that like in the game like they talk about like old world stuff and even Lev's is like oh i can't touch that it's old world um and the point was like reset things back to kind of like a status quo and begin anew. And she had a religion early on. You can see from text that like the wolves already think she's like kind of problematic because she's uh, she has these groups of people that are listening to her. But it doesn't really take off until you find um, you find a uh, how can I word it like, like like a van, like an armored van that's decorated with like religious symbolism and uh, artifacts. And you find out that that was the van that that uh, that woman was in. And she was actually executed in that van by the wolves. And because of that, she became kind of a martyr. And it spurred that religion forward and created the group that you're seeing now. That's why they're so fanatical. Because they don't see her as like this religious leader. They see her as like a religious martyr, like Jesus. Like she died for them. And that's kind of what's sprung them forward. And again, it's not obvious, which... Which I like and hate because I feel like if, if they tried to include all of that in the game, it would make it much longer. But without including that, you don't get that context and it kind of makes it hard to understand what's going on. So I, I see where you're coming from. But what I like about it is the, the dichotomy between the wolves and the seraphites is another method of misunderstanding. So you find out earlier that there was like a ceasefire. That was breached. And now they just kill each other on sight. And because of that, you know, now the wolves will shoot Ellie on sight when she shows up. And that's a huge thing. Because when Ellie gets there, she's like, oh, these guys are fucking maniacs. You're shooting anyone that shows up in their area. And it just makes everyone look like the bad guy. The Seraphites more so than others. They're fucking crazy, but... <laughs>
2: Well, I think that's what they were trying to go for, was that they were trying to uh, make you think of, like, they're trying to make it hard for you to understand who is actually the good guy and who's actually the bad guy because they don't exist in this one. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, there is no good guy. There is no bad guy. Like, Ellie's not the good person. She's not the bad person, per se, but she's not the good person, and neither is Abby. Like, nobody, they all have their somewhat redeemable qualities, but nobody is is a good or bad person. They're all just trying to survive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you definitely see that in the game. And that's one thing I really like about it. And if we could talk about like Lev really quick, Lev is another one of my favorite characters. That's a character I really, really cared about halfway through. Um for people like tuning in, Lev is like a like a seraphite deserter. And at the beginning of the game, you're kinda like, like, why are you leaving? And Lev says, Oh, because I shaved my head, and you're like, Okay, whatever, don't tell me then. <laughs> And um, you find out it's because Lev was uh, born a girl named Lilith but identifies as a boy. And by shaving her head, she basically told the community, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a boy. Treat me like a boy. And they did not like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, they tried to kill her.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, not just that, but you find out, like, shit's fucked up over there anyway. Like, the only reason why, like, Lev did it was because they were trying to make him a uh, bride for one of the elders. And keep in mind, Lev is, like, what, like, 13 at this point in the game, I think? like thirteen. Yeah, I 14. think
2: so. Yeah.
0: So already, like, that's really icky and fucked up. And what's cool with it is that – what's cool with that is that Abby sees it. Abby's the one that meets Lev and Lev's uh, sister. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Yara, yeah. He, uh, Abby's the one that meets Lev and meets Yara, and she finds out her backstory through Yara explaining it to her. And again, that kind of shows Abby that like things aren't black and white. You know, not all Seraphites are fucking maniacs. There, are, there are some people there like Yara, like Lev, that were there for like survival, but once things got too crazy, like they took off when they realized they didn't have a place there. Um, but not everyone's quite that lucky, <clears throat> and then she starts to see like the wolves too as not being the uh, this paragon of like justice like she thought they were. Even at the beginning of the game, you see that they're in a similar situation. You know, you see survivors there who aren't soldiers. You see like kids, you see uh, people there who are just working, tending farms, making medicine, treating sick, and it kind of shows you that if 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 the wolves are similar to like Jack, like the crew in Jackson, maybe the Seraphites are similar. Um, and again, it blurs the line of like morality, like who's good, who's bad. Cause you, you kind of see everyone just kind of trying to survive the next day. And it's really upsetting. Cause I like that. They, they, they found a middle ground before you find out that there was like a ceasefire. I can't remember what, what stopped it, but, If they did it before, they could do it again, but they don't, and that causes a lot of people to die, a lot of fighting to happen, and it kind of perpetuates the idea of the story of like rage and misunderstanding like being the key factor here. I don't know. That was my interpretation of it. I don't know how you guys felt (laughs) playing through those parts or if you didn't care at all. That was my interpretation.
1: Get, I, didn't, I didn't get any of that. I was just oh, like,
0: yeah?
1: <laughs> I was like, Lev. Uh, I mean, I got I, like, I, I felt some of that, but at the same time, I was like, like Le- Le- Lev and Yara are pretty cool. Like, they're good characters, but only to like service Abby. Like, I felt like Abby was trying to get shit out of them. It, like, because okay, so. Lev runs off to go like, "Oh, I'm going to save my mother, but like I don't under I I don't understand why he wanted to do that?" Cuz I yeah, I just he's don't understand. Na- he's naive. Yeah. Like that's what it was. He thought that
2: like he thought that her his mother would in fact like come back with him and then that that obviously didn't happen.
0: Yeah. Um spoiler, but her his mom was one of the most like religiously fanatic Members of the group, yeah, and when Lev got back, like the Yara warned him, like, if you go back, your mom's gonna try to kill you. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. (laughs) And you get there, you end up getting to um Lev's like cabin, like, right after this big fight with his mom, and another, like, very emotional, like, really heavy scene. Which is another reason why I like Lev so much. Like, Lev goes through so much shit in this game. Oh, my God.
2: But at the same time, like, it was one of those things where I couldn't... ah. So, like, it's going to sound fucked up, but I couldn't really care for, like, Lev and Yara as much as, like, I guess they were hoping for. Only because, again, they were, like, added characters to Abby's character. Like, it's all pretty much war to me.
1: It was the same way, like,
2: you know, like I was saying with Dina.
1: I felt like they were just an extension of Abby, which only made me like Abby more. Uh, but it didn't really do much for like for me liking those individual characters. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, no, the only I part that,
2: that did make me feel emotional was like that part at the very end. Obviously, you know when they were fighting, it was like Lev was just in the the rowboat alone you know like what like how would i have felt if ellie did kill abby and then left lev there you know what i mean like what would you do at that point yeah like now she's responsible for lev yeah
0: yeah like that that was my thought too that's that's another reason why i didn't like that fight at the end because i was like dude like i get you're upset but you're not thinking this through like if you kill abby what are you gonna do about lev like you just spent all this time like saving both of them just to fuck them over again. Like, why? It'd be
1: yeah.
0: part
2: three. Yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing, too. It was like, yo, if they killed her, like, okay. Like, you essentially just set up a, a, a third one, and that's going to be your fucking premise. Like, okay.
0: I'm, I'm glad that's not how it ended, though, because I did not want to see Abby die at the end. Just because, like, at the end of the game, I know you guys, like, you felt like it was kind of cheap, but I felt where Abby was coming from. And I saw that at the end of the game, like, again, the, the way she felt coming after Joel was the same way we felt going after her. And I don't, I don't agree with – that doesn't excuse what she did. I, I was still upset that Joel died. It doesn't excuse it, but it does explain it. And <clears throat> to see that Allie just falls into this cycle of violence and grief would have been really upsetting to see it. I'm glad that she ended up uh, uh, punking out at the end, even if it cost her like her fingers and she couldn't play guitar anymore after that. Oh my, I, I almost like, again, when I saw that <laughs> shit,
1: I was like, this is dumb, dude. This is dumb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> I did not. I did not. I was like, re- like really? Like, we're going to like, I don't. it was so cheesy to me, dude the whole like she bit my fingers off now i can't play the song that we've been playing like it's cool that they had like a theme and you know the theme and you know like you like you you want to hear it cuz like you've you've grown to like it they've been playing it throughout the entire game but like i don't know it felt so cheesy to me like when she when she walks off in the end i thought she was going to like go out back and like Put a bullet in her skull, and then I would have stood and applauded. God damn! God
2: damn! (laughs) That would have been that would have been that would have been way more brutal.
1: (laughs) I mean, not because I liked it, but because I like I kind of expected it. I was like, they've done so like I've hated everything, not hated everything, but like everything's just not hit with me so far. And that would have been just to top it off. the the icing on the cake yeah I don't know I didn't I didn't like that I didn't uh I, I don't know I just didn't feel I didn't feel a lot I felt like when the stuff they were trying to make me feel I just didn't feel anything like when when like Ellie's like torturing people you can tell she's like feeling things you can tell she's feeling things but I'm not feeling I'm not feeling anything So like when she like, uh, kills that pregnant chick, and you're like, oh god, she's pregnant. But like, just because you see that she's like very visibly pregnant, doesn't mean that you didn't kill like a thousand pregnant chicks that weren't visibly pregnant. We got to care about this this one.
0: Um, I see what you mean. Like she could just as easily as killed like someone else who was pregnant. We just didn't know because the game didn't explicitly tell us. Yeah, or, like, the dog killing. Like, I didn't
1: give a fuck about the dog killing. I mean, like, I would like to not have to kill dogs. Like, I wouldn't do that in real life, but motherfuckers, they were the most annoying thing in the game, because <laughs> they just sniff you out and fucking uh, chase you the fuck. Like, they give away your position so easily. Like, you have to prioritize killing the dogs, or you're fucked. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> like, the dog, and this is coming from someone who loves dogs. I love dogs. I've had dogs yeah. my whole life. And I, I, I didn't I saw them as another enemy I had to get over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they weren't I didn't see them like as good boys. You know, they were dogs that they were an obstacle <laughs> I'd overcome. And again, you're right, they're the most annoying enemy in the game because they give away your position, you have to prioritize them. So you you start that up with like fuck, I gotta kill the dog first.
1: <laughs> yeah, like
0: even, and, when Joel, even when they kill
1: Joe, even when they kill Joe, I wasn't that upset because I'm like oh yeah this motherfucker had it coming like it wasn't like even Ellie knew that he had it coming cause she he re- finally reveals like no yeah I fucking yeah I lied the fuck I fucking lied to you so and yeah. you know that now so but we don't find out that she knows until like the end of the fucking game or like the end of like Abby's chat at some point we find out like real late that she knew the whole time
0: well, even but, then, yeah. like, like Ellie admits, like, early on, because she's talking to Dina, and Dina's like, you know who those people are? And she's like, I have no idea. Joel's fucked over so many people. It could be anyone. <laughs> yeah. So like, even from the beginning, we're, like, we're not entirely sure if this is, like, related to Ellie and her deal. Because even Ellie's like, dude, this could have been any of, like, the millions of people he's fucked over.
1: Yeah. Um yeah I don't know I, I feel like a lot of the stuff just didn't land for me when where, where they tried to have like an emotional uh response the stu- the stuff I did like were, were those flashbacks with with Ellie where you are going back with Joel like it's some of the stuff that was like the strongest in the previous games um that they did again in this game uh, where you go back to the museum and you you can see the the interaction between her and Joel like that's I feel like that's the strongest stuff because you can actually feel it's I don't know it's it's you can just feel the the emotion there or even like where where they go back with Abby and her and her father um like they they kind of did a thing with that with the zebra that they did with the the
0: giraffe yeah yeah, which I thought the zebra scene was like way more emotional than like the giraffe scene from the first game. Really Yeah, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial opinion, but I was like, maybe it's because I—it's I, been so long since I played the first game, but I felt more like spectacle with the zebra scene than I did with the giraffe scene.
1: The but giraffe scene say. was a lot more like. The giraffe scene came right after. Like you have to put it in perspective because that scene came right after ellie was almost like sexually assaulted by that one guy um that came right after that and then she wasn't like she wasn't speaking after that like she wouldn't she wouldn't talk to joel anymore and then they come up and then like the zebra the giraffes come up and i don't know it's a real like emotional moment that like they don't really say anything they just show it to you um, whereas this zebra thing, there's a lot of fucking shit going on. And I'm like, this is cool, but <laughs> there's like a lot of shit going on. But yeah, here's,
0: here's what I like about the zebra scene though. It's put, it puts things in perspective because you just see like Abby and her dad there. And he's like, I got to show you something. And from the context, you can figure out, oh, this is like Abby's dad. What does Abby's dad have to do with the game? And it's not till after the zebra scene, they tell you, oh, he's the like head surgeon. I was going to like work on Ellie. Yeah. And so when you see that zebra scene and he's like freaking out, he wants to save the zebra and her baby that this guy does have a respect for life. Like he wants life to continue. Yeah. And it puts it in perspective. He's not a bad guy. So when that scene comes later, you find out, Oh, he was a surgeon that was going to kill Ellie to make the cure. You know, that, that puts him into perspective more because you think he's not doing it and he's not a bad guy. He doesn't want to do it. This is morally like this is gonna kill him, like morally speaking, to have to do this, but he knows he has to do it. And I feel like that zebra scene like establishes his type of character really well. That's why I like it so much. Again, though, this is coming from someone who likes the uh side characters, and it sounds like you guys don't <laughs> like them as much as I do. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so maybe well, it that's it's, just, of... it's just hard for me to like them as I guess as much as they were trying to push them on us. It's just hard for me to like get into that because to be completely honest, like I totally wanted more of Ellie throughout the entire game that I was playing. Like just that first half of it, like after that first half ended, I really wanted to play more of her even as I was playing with Abby.
1: Uh, I liked... I liked Abby's gameplay sections more. I feel like Abby had the best gameplay.
0: I'm the same. Right? I'm the same.
1: You know, yes. like she had the best weapons, first of all. That fucking shotgun, dude. That shotgun oh, dude. when you get the upgrades with the uh, the incendiary ammo, yeah, you can wow. just make yes. you can just make fire ammo somehow, but fucking that shit was my shit, dude. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: yeah, dude. And that's another thing that if we could talk about gameplay a little bit cuz I feel like story-wise the game's great. But, you know, it's a video game, so let's talk about the the gameplay a little bit. Um, One thing I didn't like about the game, I loved and hated about the game, is that because the game was trying to do this, like, pseudo, like, open-world thing with these large environments you can explore, uh, so you can find a a bunch of secrets, a bunch of collectibles, by trying to do that to pad out the game time, it did make the game longer and it built up this sense of exploration, but when you start when you play through as Ellie and you've upgraded all this shit, and then you start over as Abby and you're starting from square one again, it's so frustrating. Rough. Yeah, it sucked, dude. It was fucking I awful. Was pissed.
1: That knocked I all was the wind out of me. I played insane. I played the entire thing. I played Abby uh I played Ellie's entire section like a full like fourteen hours. And then i got to um i got to a- abby and i was like oh this this is probably just like a short little section like it was before um and then you pull up her crafting menu and you see everything's at level one again and i'm like oh no <laughs> and it knocks all the wind out of my sails dude i i like well and it was crazy because
2: it was like it was kind of misleading in the beginning of abby's part because i was like i was thinking the same thing i was like okay this has to be like short and it has to be small and then i saw that there was like shit to add you know, like customize and everything. And I was like, okay, well maybe, you know, like it's probably, they're probably just going to hand me all of the experience and all that shit just to make it still feel like I'm customizing this character to my own like style. You know what I mean? And then as I started to go through, I was like, all right, all right, you can end now. Okay. I'm done with this segment. You can end now. And then it never did. And I was like, fuck.
0: I feel like I like the Abby segments, but I feel like if they had scaled back, some of the exploration just made it more focused for Elliot and Abby. Like, you know, take out a lot of the exploration, have me look around for stuff, um, have stuff upgrade as you play through the story, or have it all available from the beginning, or like most of it available. Like Abby's abilities, that one where, um, what was it? If you, um, that's a melee ability. If if you, if you like surprise someone and kill them with a surprise attack, then you get that surprise attack on the next person you melee. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like that shit should have been like there. The finishers. The yeah. Like if you, if you performed a finisher on somebody, you get that you have like x amount of time where you can do a finisher again for free. Like shit like that should have been there from the beginning, dude. To separate the characters out. Like cuz I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make Ellie more stealth based, Abby more combat based. That's cool. Fucking give me that shit from the beginning so I'm not starting the whole thing over again. Yeah, you know, make them distinct from the beginning. Because with Abby, like I still I still like snuck around with Abby, but because she had so much firepower and she was obviously like better suited for close combat than Ellie was, I was just fucking dropping motherfuckers through that whole yeah. game. I was using incendiary shotgun, I was using the uh, the hunting pistol. Uh I was meleeing dudes because her fucking punches were ridiculous. Like I was just I was more aggressive with that. I wish the game had dialed back on this like progression, which, by the way, is a very like <clears throat> it's a very lazy progression system. Because locking behind like really important skills that should be there from the beginning. I feel I like you have to, to find, which is ridiculous. Like what the fuck, dude? Because I, I like like the most again the most important upgrade that finisher that like that extra time for finishers you get. I guess like her probably her most like distinct like difference from Ellie. And it's locked behind like another fucking book.
1: I never got that upgrade. I felt like I needed it. I mean, all I I played her like a fucking third person shooter, dude. Like I just fucking ran through and just demolished everything with that shotgun. And then you get like but she had the best sequences in the in the entire game. Like that whole um uh, when you go underground in the hospital,
0: yeah, that part was great.
1: And it's like a fucking Resident Evil like horror game. Yeah. Um, the part where you're climbing down the uh the apartment complex, and it's just like real dark, and you got your fucking gas mask on. Like that whole sequence was awesome. You get the flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Um, like I j- I just like. the the gameplay moments that Abby had were just the most memorable for me.
0: I agree. I felt the same way and I feel like it didn't have to be, you know, they could have cut down some of the like explorable content made the game more focused, had that same, like sense of um, that sense of scale, but put that in Ellie's story. I think we would have had a smoother game. You know what I mean? I feel like them trying to to do this like pseudo open world thing held the story back a little bit. But I
1: think they only did that like in the first part of like the first like Ellie's first like that's when you really get an open world that's like hey here's a map and here's the spots you can explore and here's where you've been and here's where there's still stuff like they only
0: did that once
1: and then like never again.
0: (laughs) It's still there just not like as prevalent. Yeah. Like, I feel like they had they either double down on that or scale it back, I think. I
2: mean, well, I, they, they were- I think they only really did it for narrative, too. Like, they really just wanted you to kind of get a sense. Because, again, they had to shorten your experience with Ellie and then shorten your experience with Abby because they would have had to make two full games if they wanted to kind of, like, spread that out and they were just i think what they were trying to do is that they were trying to slow the the actual story down for you so that way like you the player can uh i guess experience those personality traits between the two like their relationships on your own without them having to do it for you
0: i get so that. Way that. They can
2: cut the game down to a, I, a, I, a reasonable
0: time i get that but i think that's a detriment to the game when you're hiding like upgrade trees behind explorables yeah. because they're like they're the things that if level 1 Ellie and level 1 Abby are almost the same character except for their weapon loadout. Yep. And I feel like they should have like worked more to differentiate the characters, like have like some abilities be like more prevalent, you know what I mean? Like like by default have give Ellie a better listening mode. Just by default, don't make that an upgrade. Just give her a better listening mode from the beginning and for abby like give her more health and that melee option on top of like the different gear and i think i wouldn't have been like as upset having to basically start from level 1 again you know what i mean i, yeah, I think that's exactly
1: what it was i think there's enough differences cuz like ellie's ellie's like she has like a basic like stealth loadout yeah. you know she starts with that switchblade and she just always has that switchblade whereas abby you cannot she does not have that You have to like craft the shivs and even then you can't even, you don't even start with that. So she, she she, she's built from the beginning as like more of like a brute more of like a bruiser.
0: I get that, but I I wanted more differences like in them physically because from level one Ellie and level one Abby, the only differences are the loadouts. Yeah. Which, Level one, Ellie has like what, like a rifle, a pistol, and her knife. Abby has an assault rifle, a shotgun, and her fists. Which is fine, but they're so similar from the beginning. I wanted more differences, like physical differences. Like I said, give Ellie, I don't know, a better listening mode or a faster movement in listening mode. And give Abby like more health. Give her like give her the more health upgrades. Give her that by default. Give her that uh, that execution mode or that finisher upgrade. Give her that by default, and I wouldn't have felt as bad. Basically, starting from square one again. That, that's just a personal yeah.
2: opinion. Yeah, you wanted more mechanical
0: differences, right? Exactly, and they are mechanically different. But that's after you upgrade them. So that's after mm-hmm. like what ten hours of playing per character. <laughs> um and. And the paraphrase of sp- that you said, like, it knocked the wind out of me, too, like, starting from square one. I almost, like, turned the game off and picked it up again later, but I knew, like, I had to finish it.
1: Yeah. And then that, that goes into the other problem I think this game has is the pacing is just, it's too long, dude. It's too, it's way too long. Like, there, there are scenes that I just don't think need to exist actually most of most of abby's sections don't need to exist even though i liked her segments uh man it just padded that game out unnecessarily matter of fact the entire seraphite section that she had doesn't need to be there where like lev Goat runs back to his mom and like you do that whole fucking shit and then like, oh, this was pointless and everyone's here killing each other. And then we go back like that old se- that old section doesn't need to exist.
2: it feels it was like cool the only section. reason why they added that section was so that way you can kind of understand what was going on between the wolves and the Seraphites. Like that was really yeah. all I was doing was just
1: adding. But plus she had to leave to that she had to leave so that Ellie could sneak into the aquarium and kill Owen and the uh, other chick.
0: Yeah. and then yep.
1: when she comes back there you know then she finds him but yeah i did not like her her a lot of that shit was just unnecessary i think
0: way too long i see what you mean the game felt really bloated at times and a part of it you can tell was like they are probably like oh it's a triple a game we got to keep the game long or else people won't like it which kind of a Silly to do because people fucking return the game after they finish it anyway because there's no like replay value to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but all in all, though, I still feel like it was a solid like experience to get through. There's a lot of parts that feel bloated as fuck, but the game itself I think was a really solid experience that at the end made me like question some things about how I feel, especially in video games. Like, again, I was always the kind of person I, I we should talk a lot about it, but I was always the kind of person who prioritized like gameplay mechanics over story but now like playing last of us 2 i could see how a story can carry a game all the way through even if the mechanics kind of hold the game back from being as good as it could be uh I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, i don't i'm not subscribing to
1: that like i feel like the the gameplay is still needs to gameplay is king still um uh, I'm
2: kind of stuck <laughs> in the middle honestly like I'm kind of I'm kind of like the gameplay I feel should help kind of drive that narrative but I also feel like it shouldn't overshadow it and I also yeah. feel the same about the story like it shouldn't like vice versa like neither should overshadow the other they should be there to complement each other rather than be two separate things
0: That's a great way of looking at it because it does feel like at points the gameplay and the story are like two different things so much so the game like has like a million difficulty modes to cater to like f- like what you want to focus on yeah um and I feel like if, if naughty dog can do a better job like combining them having them exist like in perfect uh, cohesion instead of as separate entities I think it would have been a better game I wouldn't know how to do it but <laughs> and that's something that they could have worked on with it. And it's still a solid game. I'm not, I don't want to like say, oh, it's completely unplayable. Don't buy it. It's still a, a game that's worth playing. It's the biggest game of like this decade for a reason. I still think it's a great game. Like I love that game.
2: I still, you know, I will say it. Like regardless of all of its, you know, quirks and issues, like I still loved it. Yeah, same. I feel yeah. because of the praise that the first one got, it was like obviously set up for unfortunately it was set up for failure and i think they did really
0: well also the fact that like most of the game most of the game's like major plot points got leaked out of context like definitely didn't help it like people already had an opinion out before the game came out
1: yeah. yeah which yeah i think how much of the how much of the shit get spoiled for you guys Cause I uh, going in, uh, I going in. I already knew that Joel dies. I didn't know how or when or why. I just knew that he dies.
0: Um, I had a theory that he would, because like we're playing as Alley through the whole game, so I thought, like you know, Joel's Joel's going to be out of commission for this game for playing as Alley through the whole thing. That was my thought. Um, so I had a theory that he might die. I just wasn't expecting him to die so early on and so viciously. But other than that, I didn't get the game spoiled for me at all. I was really careful not to get it spoiled for me. Yeah, uh,
2: a week before the game came out, like everything was spoiled, all oh, of man. beginning to end. Shit. Yeah, so I kind of, I kind of went into it like knowing everything, and that definitely did not help, like emotionally. Really. I was still kind of like, ah, you know, I was like the parts that were supposed to be emotional definitely were not because of that and that sucked because I really wanted to feel something while playing
0: this game I see what you mean and I'm lucky it didn't get spoiled for me actually that's not entirely true because I I remember I was on uh, I was online and Laura Bailey like shared her Twitter that uh, she was getting death threats by people and she censored it but all the death threats were like I'm gonna fucking kill you how dare you kill and she would like censor it out But I'm like, I kind of put two and two together. I was like, okay, like, why would people be mad that a character died, you know, unless the character was Joel? Uh That that kind of spoiled it for me a little bit. But (laughs) everything else, I had no idea what I was getting into. And I feel like I was able to enjoy the game a little bit more because of it.
1: Yeah. I guess, um, I don't think if there's anything else, but I guess, I guess that's it. And then some
0: final thoughts, like
1: if you guys, so here's, here's the weird thing about this game. So we were talking about like the story, if you guys were like, give it, because this, this is a hard game that's hard to like review. So like, I feel like, you know, there's, there's tens out of tens. And then if you go to Metacritic, you would think fucking everyone hates it and there's zeros all over the place. Um, it's, it's one of those games. It's just difficult to review. Uh, mm-hmm. what, like if you had to score it, I don't like using the 10 scale, but since that's the consensus out of 10, like, where do you think you land on this?
0: Oh, that's hard. Um, I don't like using the number scale either. It's like gun to my head. You're going to tell me, to give it a number and the seven out of 10, just be non-controversial. But if you want an explanation on it, I guess my review is if you like Last of Us 1, Last of Us 2 is an improvement over it, like mechanically speaking. um, The story is a fantastic continuation of it, in my opinion. Uh, If you like Last of Us 1, I think you'll love Last of Us 2, even if the game likes to punch you in the gut sometimes.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go with like honestly, I'm probably going to go with like an 8 for it, just because personally, I, I do enjoy what they did with it. I, I do mm-hmm. think that the direction they took with it was necessary in a, in a sense to actually um, progress the story and do what they wanted to. Sure, it may not have been what everybody wanted, but I still think personally, it was a great game
1: mm-hmm.
2: mechanically and Story wise, like it was still really good.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm also sitting around like a seven, seven or an eight, just because I I, I really do think it it devalue. I think we would have been better off not getting this game not being made. Um, I I really think it devalues that first game, and but that doesn't go since they did make this it is still a very very good quality experience mm-hmm. um and like also I, like we didn't really talk about like the the human uh sweat and tears that went into this game really fucking shows like it gives me an entirely new appreciation like every game i play now after this has like <laughs> i can't i can't see it in the same light that I see this in terms of like, like, man, like the breathing sounds. Like, it ha- this game has, um, it has like, I forgot what they call it, man. It's like procedural breathing technology. Um, what? like, there's, there's, I don't know if you noticed, it, but I played on like real high quality headphones and you can just hear fucking breathing non stop, dude. This everyone's breathing and shit, man. It's like real fucking crazy. Um, Like, the effort they put into just the breathing sounds. But that level of quality goes into... and, And there's, you know, the stories out there of, like, how much... Like, how overworked Naughty Dog is. But, like, I'm sure that everyone who worked on this game can look back on this and be like, you know what, it fucking sucked for however many years we were working on this. You know, it fucking sucked, but they can look back at it and go like, man, I'm proud of what we did here, man. Like, this is a... A real accomplishment in my life. Like I'm sure everyone you can definitely look on it. at it as an achievement. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm the same way, and I, I see what you mean. The story does like devalue like the ambiguity from the first game, but I think the story we got out of it makes up for it. At least in my opinion. I know I'm probably the minority, especially people I'm meta but that's how I feel. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I think. Oh, one more thing. I like the combat. I like that there's more like uh, human and infected combat where you're fighting both at the same time. That wasn't in the first game, like at all, except for the DLC. So I love that it's in this one, even with how like limited it is used. I I love that it's there. I wish it was in the game more.
1: Yeah. I heard stories of people like getting in situations where like they'll take a guy out. But they're like still on the ground, like begging for their life, and you can like walk up to them and like choose to execute. Like I've ne-
0: I haven't seen that at all. That's happened um, to me a couple times, but I, I I finished them off. Actually, there was one situation where like I shot a dude in the leg. It was like in the uh, hospital when you're playing as Ellie, and you're like about to leave, and all those wolves show up. I shot some dude in the leg, and the game gave me an option like execute them, and I executed them with the melee weapon I had. And the Tercer was like begging, like "Please don't kill me." And yeah, I walk up, I just fucked them up. And even Dina was like, "Jesus Christ, Ellie, like, what's wrong with you?"
2: <laughs> Damn. And this all, this all, happened. Yeah, all, all
0: happened. all happened in game. It, it was. It kind of threw me off, caught me off guard. I was like, "Oh." And the first game has shit like that too. Like, there's this. This time I was playing the first game, and I was completely out of ammo, and there was like two like bandits left. And I was like, I have no fucking ammo. I don't have a melee weapon to fight them with. What am I going to do? And the dude's like coming up to me and I'm hiding and I grab him and I'm aiming my empty gun at his friend. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, it's an AI that they're going to, they're going to start shooting me. But to my surprise, they start talking. Joel's like, you know, got to to like, put your fucking gun down. And his friends like, oh, my friend. And his buddy's like, don't fucking listen to him. He's full of shit. And Joel's like, you know, I don't want to fucking do this. And as they're arguing, Ellie's like, hey, you asshole. And the guy turns over and Ellie hits him with a fucking brick. And that gives me the opening to execute this guy I'm holding and then beat the crap out of the guy who was aiming his gun at me. And I've only—I I've played through the game like that, one I, and a half times. It's the only time I've ever experienced it. I think you've mentioned
1: that before, and I've never yeah. heard that. I've never seen it, never heard of it. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's crazy. And, I think I had one experience like that in this... In part two, but I don't remember. It was like Dina did something, and I was like, "Was that was that scripted?" I like, I legitimately couldn't tell if like she was scripted to do a thing, or if that was just, that just it just naturally happened. But like, I remember, I think like she got caught, and then like some. I, I don't, I don't remember what happened. I'd have to look back. But
0: there's all kinds of cool stuff like that. Like I tried pulling something like similar in this game but I forgot how much ammo I had, so I was shooting at some guys trying to keep them away from me while I was holding this dude hostage, and I lost count of how many bullets I had, so I was firing just empty, like, click, click, click. And as soon as I did that, the guy I was holding was like, she's out of ammo, come get her, and then everyone swarmed me.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that but, I've seen. Like, there's a lot of, like, little things under the hood that people don't talk about that's, that's really cool about the game. Yeah. But, yeah, all in all, like... If you if you made it all the way to the end, pick the game up. It's definitely worth picking up. It's one of the biggest games to come out this decade for a reason. That's one of the most like hyped up games for a reason. And does it live up to all the hype? I don't think so, but it is a really, really good experience to get through. Yeah. All right. Any last words from anyone else? No, I think we I think we got it. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh twitch.tv slash game over us you got any social shit you got to plug uh I uh, actually don't no <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I'm
2: pretty non-social dude yeah me too